This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Ken, and with me, as always, always, are Cody and Kyle. Hello. Hey. What a beautiful week we've had this week, guys. A beautiful week of it being absolutely quiet in the industry. Super quiet. Our our little to-go-over list is so tiny, and I love it. <laughs> it's going to be a quick podcast. Oh, this is a breath of fresh air. We had a larger-than-expected opening of Mortal Kombat. Oh, yes. So good. And we've got things on the horizon, like yep. actual releases. <laughs> oh, yeah. Separation this week. Uh, Spiral and Those Who Wish Me Dead upcoming. On the 14th. But don't forget Wrath of Man on the 5-7. Yes, Wrath of Man. I forgot a movie on the release schedule. How awesome is (laughs) that? Yeah. There's so many. You can forget. You can actually skip them by accident now. It's not like uh, we have... Instead of searching. We have unhinged. (laughs) The end. end. (laughs) Period. End of sentence. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. So we have Wrath of Man on the 7th. We've got Spiral and Those Who Wish Me Dead on the 14th. Dream Horse on the 21st. (laughs) Quiet Place 2 and uh, Cruella. And that rounds out our our May. That'll be a good month. Um, Yeah. Knock on wood for anything to change in that month, but I I think it's going to be good. It's going to be smooth sailing this next month. Yeah, do it with me, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kyle put it out there in the universe. <laughs> oh, get ready. We got to knock on some wood more when we talk about booking strategies. Yeah, Cody. Cross did all your fingers right now. Cody did a thing again. Yeah, I did do a thing again. Well, before we get into the things I've done, let's talk upcoming release changes. Just get it out of the way. Is there any? Have things changed? Things have changed. Uh, first off, from Sony, they announced that Escape Room 2 is no longer on its January 7th release date. It's now bumped up to july 16th of this year which is i mean amazing i will always take a movie bumped up but they bumped it up to the same week as they have cinderella so that makes me now very worried about cinderella's fate because there's just no way sony's going to release two films on the same day no they just forgot it was there at sony yeah <laughs> just a momentary it's, lapse it's in very judgment. possible that as soon as they release like have the press release for it they look back and they're like oh wait Uh-oh. oh no <laughs> whoops was, I don't, was I, the person in charge of a certain sales department on vacation yeah <laughs> i don't think that they're going to um sell cinderella to streaming i don't you know vivo yeah. made sense because there was zero marketing materials i mean they've come out and said that cinderella is an important franchise film for sony so i just don't see them doing anything with it other than now moving it back it, it'll, it will probably be moved yeah. back I, it was a bit unfortunate that vivo got sold to netflix because it was an animated kids movie and um it was i believe it was made by lin-manuel miranda like he was a producer on it or something mm-hmm. So it, it could have been like something really fun and interesting and different for um, kids to see at theaters, but uh, that one uh, we lost this week. Yeah, because Sony has really pushed the boundaries of animation, and you can see it, unfortunately, in the Mitchells versus Machines. That was supposed to be a Sony release yep. last year, and they sold it to get some cash infusion, and... You see the ads for it now, and it just looks so interesting. The animation is so different from what you're seeing. Yeah. 
other places. Same um, with Spider-Verse yes, before this. Spider-Verse was, was... They've been pushing the boundaries. They can't do what Disney does. Right. But they can do something very good. Very, And they can <laughs> do it different. And that's yeah. what they're doing. And it's just... It's just really crappy that another animated title that's an original from from them that's not unfortunately Hotel Transylvania number four right. is going is is going to streaming again. Yeah, but at least it seems like Cinderella probably just be pushed back and not sold. Uh, Escape Room two, mm-hmm. I that it's good. I just have not seen the first one, so I don't know if it was a good movie or not. Hopefully, they were. Yeah, that was back, I think it it released in January of 19. Maybe. That sounds <laughs> right. You could have said any release date. I would have been like, yeah, sure. July 32nd. Okay, why not? <laughs> I think it was, a, it was a January release. I remember that because we just come off of Christmas and it surprisingly did really well. That's kind of a dumping ground is that right after yeah. Christmas week, but it held, it held for several weeks past that. And that, and that's why that always stuck out. That's why they had moved it to original January, 2022 release. And I think it was perfectly positioned there. I'm really a little surprised that they moved it up Two into weeks a after summer forever purge. Yeah. <laughs> Which seems like, Give it, give that some room to breathe, so that doesn't cut into any of your ticket sales. Right. There's plenty of time to place these horror movies. Yeah, we're in a lot of horror this summer. I think we that's are. just what they're. Yeah. They were super easy to make, and I think they were easy to finish during the pandemic, and so that's what we're getting right now. Yeah, and they're just cheaper made, mm-hmm. they're, or they're cheaply made, most of them anyway, and it's easy to make money back. And especially after a pandemic year, people are or studios are wanting money back as quickly as possible. Yeah. What else we got? for a change uh lionsgate announced uh the movie the protege which used to be called the asset is now being released uh august 20th 2021 it used to be uh kind of in limbo not have a release date for a while but now it's looking like it will be on the the release calendar this year excuse me august is getting pretty full though i mean we've got didn't free guy and stuff move to august it was already full we talked about that last week how full the film companies Mm -hmm. were saying august was and lionsgate says hold my beer yeah (laughs) (laughs) thanks lionsgate uh but i believe it's a action thriller supposed to have samuel l jackson and uh michael keenan in there so there's some Mm. big names there and maybe it could draw a crowd hopefully the trailer is good we haven't seen that yet but that might be coming at least in the next few months smart idea changing your film title from the ass set to anything else (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah this is probably the uh Smart title, the smarter way to go. Unless this is The Spy starring Melissa McCarthy, I would <laughs> stay away from any titles with ass in it unless it's jackass. Right. <laughs> unless if it's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we got. It's once again, like, or at least as we're recording, it's pretty quiet on the yes. release calendar. We're recording a little earlier in the afternoon because I don't care about changes right now. <laughs> I just want to get out to the weekend. We finally have nice weather. Yeah. And I'm only going to have it for one day because tomorrow it's supposed to rain. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's, you get know, hope for a fun weekend and yeah. let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, they want to cut it short too because I wore my Speedo to the office today. So he does that every once in a while. Uh, I'm used to it, 80. but it really, really freaks Kyle out. <laughs> it's it's and, a bit much. And yeah. anybody within a three block radius when they <laughs> see the whites of my legs, <laughs> just your legs. <laughs> yeah. Not the white of your belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your backside moving on (laughs) (laughs) okay so booking strategies uh 
okay, this is where we need to knock on wood, cross our fingers. I have most of my May pre-booked. Oh, no. People. I know, but it's just, it's ruthless out there. You got to get dates in early because print counts are low on a lot of these titles. Yeah, but we see this trend with you where you get too eager, you fill up all the bookings, and and then something big happens. I know, I tried not to, but Paramount got really after me last week about getting Quiet Place two dates in. When's the last time you booked a movie six weeks ahead of the schedule? The last time? Um... Mulan? No, no, it wasn't Mulan. It was something. It was Quiet Place was coming up on the bookings. They wanted to yeah. take dates in yeah. so par- 2020. Par- <laughs> so that was right. the last time. And it then, may have been the last time. And then everything hit the fan. Yeah, so Paramount, they were they were the ones that really nudged me. And so I was like, oh, no. I haven't even made a worksheet out for the, the week of the 28th, May yeah. 28th. So I'm like, okay. So I diligently make worksheets for every week. And so I had to make all the worksheets out to that point. I can't just make it for that week because I got to see you now. I, now I, if they forced my hand into strategizing what I was going after, I was trying to take it a week at a time. So blame Paramount if anything happens because they made <laughs> me do my worksheets. But now I've got I've got everything. I got my stuff in. So Well, at least unlike previous times, it does seem like Paramount is going to stick to their release date. I believe they're they supposed are, to yeah. really ramp up marketing and deliver marketing assets um, in the next couple of days, maybe even next week. Mm-hmm. So to check on silverscreeninsider.com, our website, in case if we do have all those marketing assets from them finally, the, they should be on the website on uh, A Quiet Place Part 2's page. Yes, definitely check it out. We um, So I'm I'm very confident because now I have all my locations booked that we are going to get Quiet Place 2 on May 28th. I'm very confident because of Paramount doesn't release a movie now there's going to be a lot of changes with personnel yeah <laughs> they've got a they've got to release an actual movie we did some vod stuff this summer but or last summer but mm-hmm. now's time now's time put a movie out there no it'll be good and i got you know Lionsgate's got confirmed spiral so i've got those um still waiting a l- little bit on warners but i don't think i'll have a problem with those who wish me dead and warners has been putting film after film after yeah, film they're out. a little so they're, they're a little overwhelmed because they're right. doing so good right now and a little trigger so happy expected <laughs> but we'll take it and um you know my wrath of bands have been booked for a couple weeks now so it's right. just it's yeah. starting to the momentum is starting to come back but i'm ahead of the game and it, i'm feeling good going into may like i'm very optimistic right it, now it has felt at least more normal for the industry i feel like i mean there's still getting a long there. ways to go but it is yeah. getting there and that feeling is starting to creep back in i noticed that especially uh, this week as well. Um, there was just, a, and it was because of May's schedule right now. May just looks so good. And, you know, we've been seeing a lot of yeah. movement with all those movies coming it's out. It's looking better. At yeah. first I was a little worried, but I think with Mortal Kombat, with Godzilla and Mortal, and then Demon Slayer also in the mix, having done so well, yeah. I'm a lot more confident going into the next few weeks in May. I think Wrath of Man will do great. Wrath of Man's another R, but with a star it, this time. Right. I think it's going to bridge the gap and then mm-hmm. into two two va- different films with Spiral and Those Who Wish Me Dead. Both R's, but... They're um, both A titles. Yeah. A plus titles they are. in the case of Spiral for certain mm-hmm. markets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for Spiral. I'm just ready. I'm I'm excited for Spiral too, but I'm I'm very ready for a Quiet Place too, just because it's PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and Cruella together. True. I yeah. mean, if over we Memorial could, Weekend, the first real we, yeah. big weekend in summer. Yeah. yeah. If we could have one of those 
and an animation, it would be perfect, but right. we'll take these two. We'll take a Disney PG-13 and A Quiet yeah. Place, which was a huge hit, the original. So yeah. we looked that up the other day. It was $188 million on its initial release. So yeah, did great. Wow. Hopeful for a for a no-name movie with a, a really a, a brand-new director. <laughs> yeah. It was very impressive. Yeah, true. No, so it's looking up this month, and then I'm... I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I had <laughs> to I had to kind of look at June. I didn't put anything in the system. I just had to take a look at just it. Just had a peek. I just had a little peek because, you know, I did 4 months. I like to stay 6 or I did 4 weeks. I like to stay 6 weeks ahead and that put me into Spirit Untamed and Conjuring. Right. And then the next week was In the Heights. So, um just heads up, we're going to be talking about this next few weeks. I think Warner's is going to have an issue because I, oh. I, there, I can't give them in smaller screened locations, two screens for conjuring and for in the Heights. So they get one or the other, but they're not going to get both in some of these spots. Oh, preview of what's coming up on the horizon conflict. <laughs> I've seen it. I looked ahead. So there it is folks. The soon to be an episode all about that. Yes. We'll talk about it later when we get there. <laughs> Get closer. We don't need to get there. Right I don't now. need to put it in the system. We don't need and, to get it in there. Yeah, right now. it, it but jinxed it all. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you're listening, Warner Brothers, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it the same. <laughs> Speaking of the same thing, again and again and again, no updates with SVOG. Nope. Nothing's changed. There's no portal. It doesn't work. <laughs> I Everything wish. doesn't exist. No, the portal's up and running. What? They have wow. taken, I think, something like ten thousand or so or applications. What? Okay. okay. I think a lot of people are waiting now to apply, not on the first day. So I'm sure that more applications are trickling in. Whoa! But on the initial day it opened, there was something like a little over a thousand theaters applied. That's not very much, people. Like, huh. get get your SVOG applications in. This is important. This is money that was set aside specifically for you and live venues, and you should be you should be getting that SVOG grant application in as soon as possible. It's grant money, which means it's <laughs> yeah. f- 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 free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, to reemphasize, take advantage of this. Like, this is going right. to be very helpful for your business. Um, and just to prove even more so that we needed this for a reason, especially for our industry and to show uh, why our industry is so important. Because once yep. it can get up and running, people are going to realize that they love the movie theaters much more than they ever thought so. Exactly. And we, we need movie theaters to survive this. This is a great way to get a boost right now. Heading into summer, um, make sure that you're, you know... Uh, current with all your expenses heading into the the movie season um i just want to say that yeah get applications in i know that they're gonna process them by priority but i think there's gonna there has to be an a little bit of an element of first come first serve and they don't know if the money's gonna run out and so you just try to get it in there as soon as possible i wouldn't wait and on this at all i know you could wait like a day to see if the portal crashed but it didn't so let's we'll get it in there <laughs> now's the time yep. get it done and if you need any help with this we have helpful tidbits and cheat sheets to get pertinent information you need for your application on silverscreeninsider.com plus we have countless episodes of this podcast detailing yeah <laughs> this grant as well in the portal information so go back and listen to those if you want to mm-hmm. so if you're looking to be entertained and educated <laughs> <laughs>
Right. You can, you can drink right along with us. I think, <laughs> I think from the clients, I heard the only the consistent thing that was tripping up some people was they wanted a four-digit Duns number, but it wasn't your Duns and Bradstreet number. It was a Duns four number, and apparently people only got this if they had two accounts that money was going into. Um, and so. When we asked SBA um, and we, you know, looked into it, they didn't really have an answer because it's a mandatory field. You have to fill in four numbers. And so some people did four zeros because they don't have another account that it could go into and they were never assigned this number. So do, you know, you're going to have to take your best guess judgment, but that was a heads up on one spot that people did get tripped up on. Good to know think that was kind of it for the and just keep close to that budget you know I think the other spot that I heard that people got tripped on with the budget was because during the pandemic um, they people some businesses who were able to the ownership loaned the business money to cover costs to until they could and that loan unfortunately is not able to be repaid with SVOG so all those expenses that they paid for the loan to keep current also didn't, you can't go back and pay those. And so there's a little bit of, um, all the money has to be spent by the end of this year. So you're using it for a partial year's budget this year. So it's just, that just got to be a little confusing about what you were using the money for. But I, I think that, that that sucks that if, you know, you had taken money out of your own pocket to try to make sure your business survived. You can't pay yourself back for it. Yeah, You can't take a div and a bigger dividend than the, what you took in 2019. You can't, you know, pay off a loan that you took after COVID hit. It's just, there's, there's some nuance there that, that got people in some tricky situations, but otherwise very smooth process so far this time around every yeah. all the documents loaded is from what i'm hearing no crashing <laughs> no crashing no ish no big major issues a few little trip up areas but really i only heard from a couple people i i haven't gotten that many phone calls so the process was pretty smooth now i'm a little concerned that maybe i didn't get a lot of phone calls because people didn't apply so i'm checking in with everybody <laughs> maybe to, i will call them <laughs> yeah to make sure that they applied yeah yeah <laughs> but hopefully it wasn't as bad as it, the first go around yeah. was in the first 20 minutes so kyle hello yes you watched here today I for did. a screener what'd you think from sony pictures yeah what we've got it coming up next week yep coming out may 7th uh starring billy crystal and tiffany haddish billy crystal also wrote and directed directed this movie is Excuse it his me. directorial debut no he's directed he's movies for other a long stuff time. okay yeah. um but what i thought about it, i ended up enjoying this a lot more than i thought i would i didn't really think that this movie was going to be my cup of tea necessarily um it didn't look bad at all i think we talked about the trailer mm. a week ago and i said it actually looked pretty charming and engaging but i just didn't think the subject matter or the, the story was really going to capture my attention all that much but i ended up really enjoying this a lot more than i thought it would and i think it just comes down to billy crystal's directing and understanding um all the different themes and tones that he was trying to juggle within this like on the one hand, it's, you know, really funny and hilarious, but at the same time, there's also its heartbreaking moments as well, um, largely due to the story being about Billy Crystal's character going through a form of dementia, and while 
um, he's able to have us laugh along with him when telling a story about a character with dementia. It's also able to showcase like the heartbreaking nature that comes with, you know, developing and having dementia. So I, I really felt like he was able to do a good job at juggling, you know, those different types of tones and was able to do a good job having his form of com- comedy uh, match well with Tiffany Haddish's because they're very different comedians in their own right. But while Tiffany Haddish is able to do her normal uh, comedy style, it's it's much more toned back, I think. And I think um, Billy Crystal was able to really have her go a little bit beyond uh, her comfort zone and be able to give a much better or uh, one of her better performances, I mm-hmm. think. So I, I thought it did a really good job with um, juggling a lot of those different themes and a lot of those different tones for a movie that I think is really worthwhile for just about anyone. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it with you. I watched yeah. some in the beginning and then I watched the end um, and popped in here and there. I was a little worried going into it that, I don't, no offense to Billy Crystal, but I thought that his comedy was dated and that sure. it might not translate to like uh, a modern sensibility. But he was, I think he, I don't know if it was the pandemic or maybe what happened, but I felt that his style actually like may it was it was much better at this time like you it was a little it's not slapsticky but he's just so clever and quick-witted yeah. and yet he was very heartfelt and and it was clean and it wasn't like cruel in any way and right and i just felt like now was the time for that kind of clever fun comedy that wasn't too silly or anything like that and um and it just i think it, it hit it he hit it out of the park with that cuz there were some scenes that i watched that we laughed out loud on it's i true. mean it yep. was just he looked so funny and some, some of the biggest laughs i've had in a while really yeah and some no. of the things he said were just so clever and so funny and it was just nice to get back to that um that dialogue comedy i really liked and he brought tiffany haddish into that cuz she can be a little yeah. slapstick and a little like crazy and out there, mm-hmm. but she, he, like you said, he toned her down, brought her into that, and she she has great timing. So they just played off each other, and they surprisingly had chemistry. It was nice. Yeah, which is a big factor into into this because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be these two um, unlikely people forming a friendship that is a bit um, abnormal. I would say just yeah. because, especially because of the age difference between the two, but it ends up working really well. And it becomes a story that talks about, you know, a love between people, not just, uh, you know, as a relationship love, but just as, you know, a friendship. Right. And it also deals into other themes with, uh, regards to like family and forgiveness that I thought was really good. And I'm glad they brought up the comedy stuff as well, because there was a subplot within this story to where Billy Crystal was, you know, kind of in a way explaining like any form of comedy no matter in what time or what era or what have you it, it can still work as long as you're as long as you have the capabilities as a writer to make the joke funny and mm-hmm. it and when i first saw that subplot like coming into play i was worried that it was going to feel dated and was going to feel like you know old man yelling at clouds type of yeah feeling but it really doesn't come across as that it feels mm-hmm. um genuine and it feels that it, it can match up with almost any era, especially that's because that's kind of the point is that comedy is comedy. You just have to 
know your capabilities as a writer and make that comedy well, I'm work. sure he's had issues with this where people oh, are yeah. dismissive of him be like what you did was great 30 years ago but it's different today right and i think he proved that that um the astute comedian will be able to transcend the time will still be able to pick off themes that people can relate to nowadays yeah i mean there's a relatability factor and i think you know, he kind of proves that it can work because he used it with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, Haddish right. had her moments of being able to use her style of comedy, mm -hmm. but it was in the vein of um, Billy Crystal's direction and writing. Yep. So I I think he kind of just proves his point right there, and he was able to capture a, a really well-balanced and really heartfelt story. Yeah. So you guys are saying it was great, well done? Yeah. Yeah, I was... <sighs> After we watched the screener, I was like, "Oh, oh, Sony, you did not, <laughs> you did not go wide enough with these prints." And granted, you mm -hmm. can play it later, but we're starting to get into more product later. So, unless you have a lot of screens, you're not going to really have a hole for it later. And I was just like, "This one, I don't think will pop a big gross opening weekend because I don't think there's been enough national marketing for it." But I think it's going to have really good word of mouth, and so I think it's going to have that growth over time momentum where it may not it may not open huge but it'll have consistency right i mean it's this is not the type of movie that's gonna you know have the big opening and have like the first three weeks be astronomical or whatever yeah. but it can be that type of movie that's at least good counter programming it's mm -hmm. at least for a different audience that's looking for maybe more subdued stories as compared to you know the godzillas and the mortal Kombat. right so. but they still want something like heartfelt and good and like just a happy yeah i mean it, it kind of ends on a sad note but you don't feel sad at the end of this movie you don't feel, walk away right. feeling like oh why did i watch why did i watch that that hurts my heart you don't mm -hmm. feel any of that walking away and that goes into play with you know him balancing the tones really well mm -hmm. it's both heartbreaking and heartwarming so the important question is uh jack palance in it that one flew over my head. Yeah. <laughs> Curly from City Slickers? No. Okay, I pass. <laughs> no Isn't thanks. Isn't he dead? What? Yeah, but people are dead all the time that show up in movies, Cody. <laughs> like who? Like uh, everyone in Avengers Endgame comes back after they've been killed. It happens. I think he's dead in real life, Ken. <laughs> yeah, so is Tupac. <laughs> but they keep that... releasing albums all the time. Yeah. I guess there's a hologram now. Yeah, I was going to say, Tupac got his hologram. Yeah. They're, they're releasing a George Romero movie next month, <laughs> and he's been dead forever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, hmm. But, yeah, for this movie, I think Sony should at least take the chance on releasing this wider. They it, are. They are, yeah. They did add some prints. There's, That's good. They've had a, been under a tremendous amount of pressure to increase their print count. They did a little bit, not nearly enough. And you just hope that you can get it in off the break, that that it will play. I think it'll play great in little towns off the break. That I'm not too worried too. about it. It's just yeah. finding the week to get the right week to get it in there. Yeah, especially now that we're getting into the busy season. Yeah, we we're getting into some product. Week. This would have been a great movie three weeks ago. We had time for it. Right. PG-13. That's true. You know, what? If we don't get it. This weekend, it's going to be two weekends, and then we're... And then you got one week, really, we've before... We've got one week before Cruella or mm -hmm. Quiet Place. This easily would have been better a few weeks ago instead of that movie Long Weekend. Do you guys remember that one from, like, March? Yeah. March or February? Womp womp. Yeah, exactly. This movie would have been... It, it's in the same type of vein where not many people, like, 
on a wide range would want to go see it, but the quality is better, I think. We've the seen, much we've seen like Sony haters on this, but this one seems like they knocked it out of the park. They did, yeah. This I was ju- a good pickup for I just encourage them. them to take advantage and really push this just a little more. Yeah, because they got two good weeks now. Like from the 7th, they got the 7th and the 14th and the 21st. And then they're going to get hit hard on the 28th with, with those yeah. other two because Quiet Place and Cruella are going to be multi-screen Yep. openings pump up the volume for five seven sony yeah <laughs> we want this film yeah we do it we watched it it's good we're we're big proponents of it you can check out our full screening report at silverscreeninsider.com in the news and in insight section it's screening reports plus there also is a bunch of marketing assets for this movie now they find sony has finally uh, released a whole bunch of them, and our website has pretty much all of those assets now at this point. So check out um, the Here Today page on silverscreeninsider.com for all of those. Yep. So what's up coming on the trailers? Uh, well, I gotta the- admit, I didn't watch these. So <laughs> Kyle said, what are we gonna do for a podcast day? And, he, and he's like, you wanna talk about trailers? I'm like, uh, yeah, of course we totally. wanna talk about trailers. I'll watch them right now, and then I didn't. <laughs> well, so you you two let me know what how these, well, these we turned were, out. We were being kind of sony and again a peter rabbit trailer you cannot screw up a peter rabbit trailer right so i i wouldn't say so uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> no i'm just i'm honestly i'm kidding i i don't know like it it works i guess i wasn't sure what to expect out of a peter rabbit 2 trailer it's you know obviously not a movie for me but you know it seems to be fun for kids it seems to have you know um it's it, i don't know it just seems to capture what the movie's trying to be i guess uh, it seems to yeah. be doing the trick i don't it's, know it's that's cute. all I got. it lays out the plot which isn't necessary in a peter yeah. rabbit 2 trailer <laughs> just be cute just be silly and make 50 million dollars opening weekend yeah right that's all we needed to do yeah what was west side story isn't that coming out in December. What was West Side Story? Yeah. If what I could is snap that? my fingers, I'd it's be. It's coming out in December. It's a yeah. remake of the 60s West Side Story musical um, from Steven Spielberg. And they just released a teaser trailer during the Oscars. Uh, so this was like almost a week ago now at this point. But um, it just pretty much just teased uh, the same sort of tones and the same sort of music that was from the original. But you just can see that it's with different actors and it's under Steven Spielberg's eye. And um, I think it's just supposed to like remind it's supposed to remind people of like the original movie, but I'm not sure if modern audiences really know about it outside of like musical fans probably. So I'm not too sure if it did the trick or not in selling it. What's going to do better in the Heights, which looks like an urban musical (laughs) versus West side story, which also to me looks like an urban musical. (laughs) West Side Story is going to blow it away because it's at Christmas. It has six months of theaters opening, 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 and then crowds coming in. Yeah. You've got that much time. But I do feel like In the Heights is a lot more alive, a lot more Because it's got Lin-Manuel Miranda's music in it. Exactly. And it looks more colorful. This color palette from West Side Story has been more muted, at least from the teaser that I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like that uh, In the Heights is looks like the more fun movie, the more entertaining movie as compared yeah. to West Side Story, which kind of from the teaser may look like a slog to people despite it being a musical, especially during like, like a drama winter in Christmas. I'm not sure if that will quite work. No, I agree. I agree. In the Heights looks like a better film. Yeah. The music in the trailer is better. Yeah. But it's just, I think it's just the timing of the whole thing. 
Would mm-hmm. you rather have a movie now when we're starting to get crowds back and we're seeing right. $20, 30000000 million openings? But by Christmas, we should be seeing $50, $60, 70000000 million openings going through Thanksgiving. I don't, yeah, that's a good point. We should we, be seeing We that. should be, but... Hey, I'm, we're up there. We're positive. Okay, I don't know if we'll ever see those. Hundred million dollar opening by Labor Day. I don't know if we'll ever see boom, that boom, again. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Okay. What's my story? Pew pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Well, okay. that's not gonna be that's not gonna be the one. But if In the Heights opens to, I mean, right now we were surprised by Mortal Kombat at twenty million. Yeah. If In the Heights opened to surprised. 20, 25 million, that would be another pleasant surprise. Yeah. But if a movie that opened at Christmas opens to 30 million in any year except 2020 that's kind of a flop <laughs> and we're going to be back to that yeah we're gonna have vaccines out we're going to have everything back on track hopefully we will hopefully we will stay positive here we're we're speaking to <laughs> we're speaking to theater people stay positive don't just, <laughs> come on guys just, don't just, they're listening to this Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Don't shit all over them today. I'm saying In the Heights is going to be a great I, time for you to play that movie. Yeah, I was just, to me, I think In the Heights looked better. That's kind of where I was going with that conversation. It's also a long ways out for promoting West Side Story as well. I bet yeah. a lot of people are going to forget this teaser anyway. So I bet, like, come, I don't know, August or September when they show, you know, in a, a, a more recent trailer for West Side Story, maybe then it'll get people more excited, especially after, you know, In the Heights came out. I just keep conflating the two in my brain. I'm both like urban musicals. Where are we at? (laughs) There's a a modern one and there's a classic looking one. Yeah. Classic looking, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like more people are going to be drawn towards the modern stuff, even despite, you know, theaters reopening a lot better in December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cinderella is possibly a draw because Lin-Manuel Miranda is involved um, in the Heights is going to be a monster True. just because he wrote, yeah. wrote the music for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrote the music um, probably and produced it, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Got to get that producer credit in. Oh, yeah. oh he deserves <laughs> it. Okay. So trailers, not a lot there. We'll have to see how those work out. I'm excited about Peter Rabbit, too. I think that bunny looks so cute. With his James Corden voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a little sassy attitude. I like it. Okay. Um, but we have talked a lot about all the assets that we've been adding to the website. And one of the new features that we got to unveil this last week on the website is after you log in on your dashboard, we added a box that is recently added assets section. So when we talk about these things, or if you just um, wanna know kind of what's new and fresh in the database, you can head over to that new box and click the link and you'll see what um, what we've been uploading. So what's kind of something recently that we added? Oh, well, on top of the here today assets that I mentioned, we have mm-hmm. a whole bunch of Ticketing assets for Spiral and Those Who Wish Me Dead. Both of those are about to start their ticket sales. Uh, I think they actually start their ticket sales mm-hmm. today now that I think about it. So there is a whole bunch uh, for those two movies alone. Again, with The Quiet Place Part 2, there's probably going to be a lot of assets coming uh, next week. So I would suggest looking into that recently added assets section. You'll right. see just a huge listing of those coming its way because we- they're going to really start ramping things up now. we even got a few little assets for army of the dead which netflix is putting out on the 21st right but yeah. they're or on the 14th excuse me the 14th but they're going super limited 
theatrically. They really only do that select theaters release type. Yeah. Um, seven day window, window, window. But you get a seven day <laughs> window on it, which is great. And um, we got some assets for it. So those are on Silver Screen Insider as well. And if you've seen the trailer, it's a big budget film if you get the option to play it's got it. Dave Batista, and I love him. <laughs> I only want to see it because it has him in it. And it's a Zach, know. Zack Snyder zombie movie. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the perfect length for him. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, we're definitely going to go see it. And our theater should be open by then. I don't know Next if we'll. Next week, I think. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get to play I don't know it if here, any of the but. Theaters will play Netflix based oh, on the. Yeah, maybe not. Based on the previous, so. We'll have to watch it on Netflix then. <laughs> No, I probably will too. Tisk, 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 tisk. I don't want to, but but they forced my hand. <laughs> Darn Damn it, Netflix. Regal. <laughs> and Netflix Regal. and Regal. It's true. All right. Well, yeah, that was it for this episode. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's Christmas. Let's wrap this baby up. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Off the Break podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms and over at SilverScreenInsider.com. And be sure to check out that website if you're a theater owner or manager needing all those assets that we are talking about for all these upcoming movies. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Big grosses. Have a big weekend. Oh, and congratulations to any graduates graduating this weekend. I know our local university is. So congratulations, graduates. Good job. (laughs) Bye, Bye, guys. (laughs) 